This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 101. The party of last week is over. Now we have to wait until episode 200, unfortunately, to have another party. Maybe we'll have a small party at episode 150. Who knows? Anyway, in today's show, I speak to Clarification Charlie about the birds and the bees. I know that probably sounds a bit strange, but that's another way to say sex, basically, in English. Well, sex education, when you talk to someone about how sex works, because sex education is an actual subject in schools in Britain. And Clarification Charlie, as we know, is a proper teacher and teaches that subject in schools in Britain. Well, not schools, plural, one school, I believe. And that's what she's here to do today, to teach us about sex education. Remember, all of the vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. It's not working again at the weekend. Who the fuck knows why? Not me. Hopefully one day we will find the solution to the problem. In the meantime, though, let's listen to this baby. Happy listening. Clarification, Charlie. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic, Charlie. Always fantastic. Although actually saying that, I don't know if I'm fantastic today because the party from last week is over. The 100 Mm. episodes, it's over. Now it's just back to boring episodes of speaking to people like you. Oh, God. Oh, God. See, I thought you were going to say you were still upset about the football, but no. Well, I'm trying not to think about that, so please don't remind me. Okay, okay. let's just move on. Let's move on. I need to get over it. Oh, some rock and roll vocabulary. What does it mean, get over it? It means to stop worrying or stop thinking about something. Mm, Clarification, Charlie. I think you're a bit rusty. So a bit rusty, a bit out of practice. That's a rubbish clarification of the word. I would say more to sort of recover from something, to recover emotionally in this situation. Yeah, you're probably right there. Sorry. Probably right. Bit rusty. Definitely right. Um, Anyway, how do we normally start the show? With a review. Oh, yeah, baby. Do you think we have a review? Well, if Boom Boom Cannon's done his job right, hopefully we do. (laughs) He he still hasn't done the fake fake review. Oh, okay. Uh, Yes, review. Uh, Correct, we do, actually. Um, Although I forgot to actually mention on the 100th episode how I asked people for um, like small recordings and everyone actually did it because normally I ask people for reviews and no one does it and I was thinking (laughs) oh god this this 100th episode is just going to be my mum clarification Charlie and boom boom and that's going to be it (laughs) what what an episode that would be (laughs) yeah exactly yeah but luckily people did it Um, anyway yes we do have a review it's from a couple of months ago actually someone sent this to me because as I always say I often can't see reviews Um, it's an iTunes review which are always my favourite if I had to choose my favourite type of review it would definitely be iTunes there's a there's a second conditional there. Oh fuck! I was supposed to ask you what conditional, and I already told you. Oh, it's a second conditional. Second conditional. Well done. Well done. How did you know that? <laughs> well, you know, just just my my expert work and knowledge in language. Sure. Um, anyway, so the title of the review is "Fun and Inspiring Podcast." Oh, wow. I think Ooh. I'm I'm bringing the fun. You can maybe bring the inspiration. I don't yeah, know. Thanks. Um, and it's from <laughs> Lillian Zag Misfit 
03688548. That's quite a name there. That's quite a, a name. That's a catchy number. Catchy number. Oh, a nice term there. Catchy number. A catchy name is a name that you remember. Um, so, yeah, this is from China as well, actually. And it starts with, I guess there's a fat chance that this review will be read out on the show. So when she says a fat chance, she means probably won't happen. It is happening. Dreams do come true, don't they? <laughs> they as, as Gabrielle they said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living my dream right now. Oh, yeah. Um, but then it goes on and says, but it doesn't matter, though, because deep down, you know how much we love you. Always good to hear. Um, it goes without saying, I was so touched by your apology for donations. I don't know if you know about that, Charlie. That was a, a big mess. I don't want to talk about that. Though. I don't want to rake up old graves. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Some more rock and roll vocabulary. What does it mean to rake, rake up old graves? Uh, to To go back to start talking about something that we've already kind of moved past we've been there i've apologized let's keep going and then she says we totally understand so there's nothing to forgive to err is human to forgive is divine i didn't even know the word to err had you ever heard that i've heard it in in kind of you know very formal writing and in like literature passages but i can't say i ever use that word in daily language you're not intelligent enough to use it i'm not even intelligent (laughs) enough to know about it until now so you know don't worry um as she says only half true there um i'm patiently waiting for the next episode by the way i listen to your episodes over and over again every single time you release a new one wow Wow, that's amazing. Exactly. Thank you very much for that, Lillian Zag Misfit 36885488. That was much appreciated. Um, anyway, so, clarification, Charlie, do you know what we're speaking about today? I don't, and I get very nervous when I don't have a clue what we're talking about. Nice term there, which is I don't have a clue, means I don't know. Um, You should feel quite comfortable about this one because it's a subject um, you know about. We're talking about sex education because, um, as we've spoken about before, (laughs) Clarification Charlie is a proper teacher at a school in England with like teenagers and teaches them like teachers do I suppose quite obvious in the name Um, because in the UK we have a subject called sex education what does that involve Charlie? Well it involves teaching uh, students about their body uh, and about relationships on a whole. (laughs) Yeah just basically how sex works I mean I (laughs) (laughs) seem to remember this lesson I remember it being the best lesson ever it would have been better though if I had had such a beautiful teacher like you Charlie Um, there was another conditional there what conditional was that first conditional third first what are you talking about (laughs) Jesus Christ maybe people people sometimes get second and third mixed up but first and third mamma mia um (laughs) Anyway, so I've got some comments here um, about why we need to have sex education because some sort of teenagers have been writing on the internet and I found an article that has all of these comments. So it says, you know, we need to have sex education because people don't know these things. And I thought maybe you can help us as well and give us some extra information. So the first um, comment is from someone called Lydia and it says, um, help, I can't find my hole um she says i haven't lost my virginity yet um but i don't know where my hole is 
I thought, I don't know. Do, do, you, do you sometimes lose your hole, Charlie? No, I can't say that I have lost my hole. It's just like losing your keys, isn't it? Like, where are the keys? Where's my phone? Oh, where's my vagina? It's God. all the same, isn't it? You just lose your vagina sometimes. Oh, I can't believe people write this shit. <laughs> what, what about any of your students, though? Did they ask you where their vagina or penis was? No, not really. Although, no. although, to get on a serious note, they, they, they did later studies into it and they, they said if you give people a picture of a vagina, they would not be able to label all the different parts. Of the vagina. Well, yeah, and the vagina and, and the female genital area. If you gave people a picture, genuinely. Yes, but, but you should be able to find the hole. Oh, you though, should be you? able that... to find the hole. Oh, I mean. <laughs> that's, yeah. the ma- that's the main thing we're interested in. Oh, yeah. Is the hole. The yeah, hole. well, so, yeah. And let, let's move on. <laughs> um, I, I, I had a dream once, though. I did have a dream. I know this sounds something like Martin Luther King at the moment. Does you it? Know, when he made Talking that famous sex. speech. I have a dream. Um, I have a dream, but my dream involved me losing my penis. I was probably about 14 when I had this dream. And when I woke up, I cannot tell you how relieved I was to touch my penis and think, it's still there. Thank God. <laughs> oh, even today, I just think about that. So the, the word I use there, relieved, what does that mean? Uh, not to be stressed or anxious anymore. Exactly, because I was very stressed for those few seconds in which I woke up and I thought, fuck, do I still have a penis? But <laughs> I do, everything's fine, and I know where the hole of the vagina is. So if that <laughs> Lydia wants me to tell her where it is, just send me a message and I'll tell you, okay? Oh um, so a next one is, can you get your baby pregnant if you have sex while you're pregnant so and then she continues to say like if you're pregnant you have a baby girl and then you have sex um can the baby girl get pregnant as well and you know did anyone ask you this charlie does this ever happen oh again these aren't quite the questions that i've been asked when when teaching the subject in school however Uh, you know all questions are of valued you know all questions there's no such question as a stupid question as we like to say exactly good point is that all questions are good questions um (laughs) although this is a fucking ridiculous question i must admit Uh, it would just be never ending wouldn't it i mean if you had a baby inside and the baby got pregnant could the baby inside the baby get pregnant it's almost like dominoes or something like that isn't it it's just i mean it's just ridiculous (laughs) Yes, it, it, it's just a nightmare. Um, but it doesn't stop there. And we've got more and more of these. The next one is, is it illegal to have sex on Skype and show your penis on a webcam? It's, I don't know. Have the laws changed? I also thought this is the difference in sort of generations as well. When I did sex education at school, no one would have asked that. Uh. No, I said no one would have. No one would have asked that no Um, i don't think we even had webcams did we when we were (laughs) that was the point i was trying to make although you did get there in the end okay everyone else understood that about a minute ago but you you got there you got there okay so well done thanks that was the point yeah we're old yeah in the past didn't have webcams Yeah. yeah um and I also noticed, so that was the main question of the comment, and then he sort of writes some other stuff. 
And he said, I want to show my penis and I want her to show me her vagina. He can't even spell vagina. Oh he spelt vagina wrong. <laughs> so how, what are you teaching these people? They can't even spell okay, well, vagina. Let's hope, let's hope he's not trying to chat to Lydia because she doesn't know where it is, does she? Well, <laughs> between the two of them, she doesn't know where it is. He doesn't know how to spell it. They're completely fucked. Oh, and this is our future generation. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as well, this person that wrote this comment said, I'm only 13. Thinking, oh my God. If you're 13, what are you already thinking about? Like, just do the normal stuff first. <laughs> Don't start with sex on Skype. Just do the normal stuff. Keep it simple. Okay. Oh, God. Um, I actually, when I was thinking about this, and again, I was thinking of the generation gap. And I was thinking, oh, you know, we didn't have this problem. I remember actually at school, two people had sex in a treehouse. So there's the difference. A treehouse yeah. like back in the day and now on Skype. It's Blimey. mental. Well, how, how times have changed. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a modern world. Modern world is crazy, isn't it? Um, and so then we've got some actual comments of people, what they were told in um, sex education. Um, so one of them was... Um, one of the messages, sorry, was um, in sex education, they told us condoms don't work, so just never have sex. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> boring school, that is. What a fucking boring school, hey? Yeah, exactly. So give us some information. What do you do in a lesson? Do you just sort of say, like, oh, this God. is penis, this is vagina, this goes in here? Uh, yeah, so we talk a little bit about the, the general, or I'd say, mechanics of sex. Sure. Uh, we also, we do a lot about bodies and changing shape in bodies. Sure. Uh, one of my uh, favourite lessons, and kids don't quite know how to take it when you do this, is talking about masturbation. <laughs> and you have like a, I remember I did it, a classic classroom activity, a card sort. And you had these different cards in front of you and you had to decide whether it was fact or fiction. So, for, exa for example, one of them was uh, uh, masturbating makes your hand hairy. <laughs> so, obviously, masturbating, I think everyone knows that. So, makes your hand hairy, um, like creates a lot of hand, uh, a lot of hair on your hand. Um, yeah. I have very hairy hands, so I'm hoping <laughs> the answer to this question was no. Please tell me it was no. Well, yeah, no, it was no, it was no. <laughs> Thank um, God. One of the other ones was as well, masturbating will make you go blind. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that a few times, actually. Yeah. yeah. I was worried when I was young because, yeah. you know, you don't want that, do you? No, of course you don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> Got to be very careful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so another one of the comments, actually, speaking of the penis, um, is just penis health. And he spelt penis with two N's. So I think these youngsters, they can't even spell the sort of sexual genitals. Um, and then he said, if my penis becomes weak, and he spelt weak as in a weak, not as in weak as in not strong. Um, I can't remember the name of these in English. I think they're called homophones, homophones of the words that are the same in pronunciation but different in meaning um and generally when you get to teenage years so you should know that but obviously people don't yeah. and he said so if my penis becomes weak um how can i make it strong again he's thinking well there's oh. a thing called viagra now mate yeah. but i don't know if you want to <laughs> be taking that when you're like 13 14. <laughs> yeah exactly 
I don't know what age people start taking that, but I think it's a bit later. I haven't even started taking that, and I'm old. (laughs) There's still time for Viagra in my life. There's still time. Um, And another, this is my favourite one, without a doubt. Um, The title is just, My Girlfriend is Really Passionate About Erections. Um, I love the word passionate in that, because, you know, I'm passionate about football, for example. She's yeah. passionate about erections. erections. People like different stuff in life, don't they? Oh, well, there we go. I was thinking maybe she could put that on her CV <laughs> on like hobbies and interests. She could just put erections and then they could just... She's in a job interview at the bank. <laughs> oh, I see you're passionate about erections. You'll fit in great in this office. Um, what does it mean if I say you'll fit in? Um, it means to... Get on well socially with other people in the group or in the room. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, if she's passionate about erections, I mean, I'm sure the men might be happy about that. I think some men would be very happy about that. Yeah, speaking of men as well, you know, the dirty bastards, animals, they all are. Um, Alice Goodman said um, when she did sex education at school, um, they told us not to wear red, otherwise the boys would get aroused. So aroused would mean like sexually excited. I was thinking, Alice, that's not just red. That's just... (laughs) That's any colour. Teenage boys, any colour, just a slight sign of flesh and (laughs) there they go. Exactly. So when she said there's a slight sign of flesh, she means skin, which is why everyone loves the summer because there's more (laughs) skin on show, more flesh on show. Um, One of them actually did make me feel a bit bad actually because I actually thought this is quite sad because... She actually doesn't know, but at the same time, still quite funny. Um, The title is What is Fingering? And then it's also got a kiss at the end of the What is Fingering kiss of like a of the X that we do in England. Um, And then she said, oh, hi, I just want to know what fingering is because my boyfriend said he wants to finger me, but I don't know what it is. Um, So I thought maybe you could answer that for us. Clarification, Charlie, maybe you could bring some clarity to that. So what is that? Well, <laughs> uh, well, fingering is a form of uh, sexual interaction, or, shall we say. Look, she's, she's talking like she's talking in front of a class now, like talking like a teacher. Sexual interaction, yeah. It's when a man puts his finger into a woman, okay? That's it. Yeah, into the vagina into the vagina let's hope they know where it is exactly just hope they know where it is that one actually did make me feel a bit bad but at the same time you know still did make me laugh (laughs) just a little bit do you talk about fingering in sex education we do we do do. we do we talk about all forms of sex definitely yeah okay good I know. We we cover everything. We talk about porn as well and pornography. <laughs> That's another thing. Kids today, they're just so lucky, aren't they, that they can just click a button and then just watch whatever they want. I think I've spoken about this another time on a podcast, but yeah. there was a kid at school that rented a cassette to everyone for £2 a night. Um, <laughs> things were a lot different back in the day, let yeah. me tell you. Good old blockbuster. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I think he actually <laughs> stole it, but anyway, that's fine. Um, the next one we have here is help. I farted during a kiss. Um, so she writes a long story. So remember, fart is when like you go <laughs> like that, and then it makes a noise. So a girl basically said she was um, in love with a guy, and then they finally kissed, and then he touched her bum, and then she sort of didn't know what to do, and then just a fart came out and then he obviously thought mm, I don't know if I want to kiss this girl anymore but I, she raises a good point there because you know back in the day when you're at school and stuff and you kiss a girl you always think at what how far can my hands go down here can they touch bum can they touch anything else yeah it's that first, those first kind of few kisses and you're just like oh yeah. oh do we don't we oh exciting a bit of bum yeah a bit of bum nothing wrong with that yeah first base there we go touch my bum exactly that's what the americans say actually don't they with bases i think it's in reference to um baseball first base i've never understood this i always thought first base may be a kiss second base i don't know is second base like a touch like a kind of grape of the boob or grape of the bum yeah so when she said their boob that's a way a, a nice way to say breasts i suppose um yeah maybe touch of the boobs third base i would imagine a finger yeah I don't know. Probably. and then and then the home run you know well take it home take it home yeah <laughs> um so one more is the um the title again my testicles are orange what should i do i was thinking why are they orange? I mean, it could be sunburnt. Um, Boom Boom <laughs> Cannon was talking last week about going to a nudist beach. And I actually thought there's no name on this comment. This could be Boom Boom. His oh. testicles are orange because he's been to the nudist beach. Maybe that. It, maybe you're right. Maybe it is Boom Boom. Maybe he forgot to cream up his testicles and went and laid on the, the rocks or whatever it was, this beach. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and yeah they, they got a bit orange. Who yeah. knows? As we, we can talk about Boom Boom in a bad way, though, because he never listens to this, does he? Very so, true. Very fuck true. Him. Fuck him. Yeah, that's right. The bastard. <laughs> um, so the last one here, um, again, just going to read the title. It's from Jeffy. So thanks, Jeffy. And it says, when should I teach my dog about sex? So when should he tell his dog about what happens? Because he said, my dog is two years old. That's 14 years um in human years so i guess that's a good time to talk to my dog about sex i was thinking you're a sex education teacher you've got a dog have you spoken to your dog about how it works oh no no i haven't i haven't that's my, thing, my though, dog my dogs. dog apparently seems to know all by himself how it works <laughs> he knows he, where the hole is oh he regularly <laughs> finds the hole every time he goes to the farm and he sees my uh parent-in-law's other dogs female dogs and he just goes for it every time <laughs> absolutely brilliant gets his lipstick um, out as we say oh really i've never even heard this what does it mean oh basically he gets a massive erection ah, like massive right and then honestly <laughs> then yeah he goes to town on the dogs on the bitches Go- Oh, so a nice term there. Like he goes to town. He just goes absolutely crazy. Yeah. And then you can imagine what happens there. I think we should probably change the subject about um, dogs and sex. But obviously you've got a daughter as well. So when are you going to have this chat with her? We call it the birds and the bees. So when you get to like 14, maybe your parents will talk to you about the birds and the bees. They will talk to you about sex and stuff like this. And you, you know, you know about sex education as well. So when are you going to say to your daughter, right, okay. Here's where your hole is. Here's all of this. This is how it works. You know. 
I know. I think I I like to hope that I can. I'm quite a liberal person. I like to hope, having taught it, that I will be able to have a conversation with her about it when well, she, when it she's a teenager. I can't imagine my husband will be best pleased at this <laughs> at all. I think in his eyes, this will never ever ever happen. <laughs> Of course. Lovely term there when she said, um, I don't think my husband will be best pleased. Um, obviously, there's a few years to wait for that. I'd imagine at least sort of 14, 15. Oh, but, you know, so. please record it for the podcast. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> OK, so yeah. everyone must continue listening to Rock and Roll English for at least another 14 years <laughs> to uh, to hear this. OK, um, well, it's been fantastic um, talking about dogs, erections and vaginas and penises with you clarification oh, charlie i think your friend's gonna love writing the transcript for this episode isn't he <laughs> oh yeah baby oh yeah um, anyway thanks a lot for your time that's all right you're very very welcome <laughs> and we'll see you again soon see you soon bye 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 okay so that was me and clarification charlie talking about the birds and the bees so let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary um she was asking me about the football and i said i need to get over the football i need to recover from it emotionally it's often used after maybe you break up with a girlfriend or boyfriend you need to get over it you need to recover emotionally can be physically as well get over an injury um i also said she was a bit rusty with her clarification so if you are rusty you are out of practice it's like a bike if you leave it outside for too long what happens it gets rusty that's the literal meaning i was using it more in a metaphorical sense because that's what i do um we were talking about the name of the review of like five six seven eight or whatever it was and charlie said that's a catchy number so when she says number she actually means name so something catchy is something that you remember normally something that rhymes like he's a poet he doesn't know it there we go that's a catchy line um on the review actually it said i guess there's a fat chance this review will be read out so when you say that well there's a fat chance you actually mean there's little chance almost no chance but it did get read out um, and then continuing with the review again lots of rock and roll vocabulary with the review that's what we like um it spoke about my apology for when i asked for donations and i said don't rake up old graves so like let's not talk about that we've spoken about that we've moved on let's not go back in the past and talk about that she also used another term when it said to err is human i didn't even know that word so that word is so rock and roll that even i didn't know it means actually to make a mistake but as we said quite formal so sometimes there are formal words on rock and roll english um charlie also said that she gets nervous when she doesn't have a clue what we're talking about so if you don't have a clue you don't know for example what's the next episode going to be about martin well i haven't got a clue I don't know. Um, when I was talking about the dream I had when my penis fell off, I said I was very relieved when I woke up. So when you are relieved, you are no longer worried or stressed. Normally you are relieved after an exam or something like that. Um, when we were talking about some of the comments about sex education, one person said, don't wear red, otherwise the girls get aroused sorry the boys get aroused so if you get aroused you get sexually excited we also had the word flesh so flesh is just another word for skin to show flesh to show skin it's the same charlie also used the word boob so boob is a nice word kind of to say tits 
basically breasts, women's things that men don't have on their chest. One boob, two boobs. Um, when she was talking about her dog, she said he goes to town on the other dog. So if you go to town on something, you go crazy. You can even use this if someone starts beating someone up, someone starts punching someone, destroys them. You can say he went to town on them. And um, we obviously also had the birds and the bees. Remember, that's a sort of nice way to say the sex talk, basically. Maybe your parents will give you that one day or they already have. Who knows? Um, and she used a lovely term when she said, I can't imagine my husband will be best pleased when we have to do the chat about the birds and the bees. Quite obvious the meaning, but lovely construction there. Anyway, that's all of the rock and roll vocabulary for this week. Remember, all of the vocabulary is on the website go there have fun do the quiz which i forgot to do last week sorry about that it will be there this week so go there have fun i'll see you next week but in the meantime people just keep on rocking thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time